Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers! We are back. It is July 26th. And we are ready to start talking about training camp. That's right. Everybody, veterans, rookies, uh, assistants, everybody in the Detroit Lions organization is reported for training camp. And that means we are about a month, a little over a month away, about 40 days away uh, from the start of the NFL season. It is right around the corner. And we are going to be drinking a blue Kool-Aid hard for those 40 days uh, leading up to the start of the season and the home opener. Uh so be, or the opener, but before we get into all that, I introduce the Blue Kool Aid crew. So we got Bob. Hello there. Then you, Jay. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Woo. And I'm Big Z, and we'll. Uh, I think Red Dog might be hopping on a little bit later into the podcast, but we are getting ready to roll with it. Um, first of all, shout out to the the oh, yeah. lady lions uh, who took over the podcast. Uh, Absolutely. Oh yeah, right that was good. Right before we started with the training camp, but yeah, it was, it was a nice little. Interesting uh, angle on the Lions that we haven't covered yet in the three plus years we've been doing this podcast. So kudos to yeah. them. Uh, hope we'll have them on in the future again sometime. But right now, we're going to be diving in uh, to training camp. There is a lot to talk about, obviously. Uh, pivotal year, year two of the Brad Holmes, Dan Campbell era. A lot of, uh, a lot of things going on, uh, which... Which group should we talk about first out of all the position groups? I, I'm gonna leave, oh, I want to leave it to you. Wow. Uh, we'll have UJ pick the first one that you want to talk about. Well, let's go with linebackers, okay? Let's go with linebackers. Linebackers? This is going to be probably one of the most interesting camp battles with the linebackers here, I think. So uh, let's, let's just start there. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I forgot to mention uh, before we start that the Lions hired uh, JT Barrett as offense assistant offensive yeah, yeah. assistant a former ohio state quarterback didn't really pan out too much in the nfl uh but i thought it was just an interesting uh note so linebacker the only yes. really notable notable departure was jalen reeves maven but we brought back alex anzalone Derek yep. barnes is uh back for his second year charles harris technically listed as a linebacker although he's really a defensive end this is where this is where you get a little wonky uh Especially with the Lions shifting to a four three this year, or more of a four three, they're probably not going to always be in a four three. 
But uh, anyways, the rest of the competing linebackers, Chris Board, Rod Davis, yep. he's back. Yeah. We've mentioned he's him back. before. We have talked about him in a little while. I got bad penny. Uh, Sean Dion Hamilton, Anthony mm-hmm. Pittman, Malcolm Rodriguez, mm-hmm. our our draft oh, yeah. pick this year, later on draft pick. Josh Woods, outside linebacker James Houston, and then Matrez, Matrez, Patrick. I don't know. He'll have to earn it. For Easy me to for you to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, th- those are linebackers. I- I'd say out of all those, the only guaranteed roster spots would be Alex Anzalone, Derek Barnes, and Charles Harris. Otherwise, a lot of these guys, this is a really open uh, competition well, here in training. You camp. don't think Jared Davis is uh, guaranteed to be in the roster? Uh, not the- if he's played the way he has so far in his career. I, I, I can't say he's a roster. I mean, do you guys think he's a roster? Lock? Yeah. Well, I mean, the fact that they went and got him again. A, yeah. I don't know if he's a lock, but uh, I think what they're going to do is they're going to be a lot smarter coaching him than the previous regime. And, and I think they're going to find something that he's just really good at. And I think that's going to be kind of a situational pass rusher kind of guy. He's, I don't think he's going to be a three down backer, but I think they find a valuable spot for him. And I, he could be a very effective player in, in the right role. So I do. I do think he makes the roster, but uh, I don't know if he'll be a, like an every down type player, in my opinion. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah, because we've always talked about in the past, you know, how he was poorly coached, and we'll see if that yeah. works. So exactly. It makes exactly. a difference here. Uh, and what about uh, Malcolm Rodriguez? Wait, uh, the, you don't. You don't think? Uh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. One more see? note on Davis, though. I I think yeah. another reason that he has a decent chance of making the roster because we've always thought he's a good blitzer in his career. Yeah. Uh, the coverage exactly. leaves a lot to be desired. Uh, even oh, some yeah. of his run stuffing abilities, uh, not what we expected. But as far as being a good blitzer, we always enjoyed him in the past. Uh, and I think the Lions are looking to be more aggressive with their blitz packages from that linebacker position this year. So I think that does benefit him to a degree uh, to making this roster. Yeah, I yeah, agree. Uh, for sure. Uh, it's based on interviews and, and such. They, they've said they'll be more aggressive with their defense this game now. Same thing. One thing and doing doing it is uh, two different things entirely. So the uh, coaches believe what we believe is what you're saying. Yeah, you know? yeah. He was just miscoached in his past, and now we're, we're gonna get the best out of him. So yeah, I, I think. I mean, the guy's an athletic freak. Okay, he's fast. He's big. He's strong. I don't see why they can't find some way to use him. And now, uh, Rud Dog just hopped on the podcast too. And uh, Rud Dog, yeah. uh, your thoughts about Jared Davis making a the roster here from the linebacker position oh i really like his chances i mean this roster at that position in particular is certainly up in the air <laughs> um no one's settled there i don't think anyone's won that job at any of those positions yet so jared davis has a lot of experience he finally left the lions you know got some outside perspective who knows what that might have done for his game obviously he didn't stick where he was, so you know it's not like it. Yeah, he didn't like what he saw outside of Detroit, <laughs> right? Which is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Can um, you blame him? <laughs> right. Uh, but no, I mean he's got the athletic ability. He's now going to have coaches who are going to you know see about putting him in the in the best position to succeed. And hey, I, I hope it works out. I think there's a good chance it does. And then you mentioned someone else that we all find intriguing, UJ, uh, Malcolm Rodriguez. I think we're, a lot of us oh, yeah. are really excited to see what he can do uh, in training camp here and in those early preseason games. Very excited. I mean, he is a little small in stature, relatively speaking, in the NFL kingdom. But, uh, man, that dude is jacked, and he's strong, and he's fast, and just is such an instinctive player. I, I think it's going to be hard to keep him off the field, really. Mm-hmm. 
it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out in training camp and uh, some of the preseason games. I, I'll bet he gets a lot of playing time in preseason. We'll get a good look at him. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just pretty excited to see him play. Hot, uh, hot take, UJ. I bet he starts. I bet he'll be at least a first and second down starter to start the season. I think he's going to be an early wow. down run stopper. At ooh, the very least, ooh, take. his his skill set Sizzling and on. abilities, I think, will lend it to contributing very early on rundowns because he's got that instinct and he's strong and he's powerful like UJ was talking about. He knows how to take on linemen, take on blockers, and uh, I think his instincts in that aspect of the game is really going to come out early and, you know, because his height's going to be his issue. So I think that's where cover coverage is where, you know, We'll see what he's really got if he can make up for that diminutive size. But uh, I, I think he could be an early down starter and stuff the run, shoot through the gaps, and take out running backs in the backfield. I see it happen. I mean, I think he has a decent chance of being a starter by the end of the season, but not the. Be- I don't think the beginning of the season. Just uh, I mean, I mean, he well, would have to outperform like uh, who? Yeah, like, uh, the like list a rare of linebacker. We have at and, linebacker. And, well, <laughs> well, it all depends on how fast he adapts to the system. I mean, last year, Derek Barnes was kind of highly touted, and we thought we got such a bargain with him, and I still think we do, but he had a hard time adapting to the system. And early indications are in the, in the preseason camps that Rodriguez was just, just getting it immediately. Like, yeah, he's really smart. So I think he could be ahead of the game in that regard, you know? Exactly. So, um, I, yeah. So that kind of you know follows up what Rudd Dog said. I think he's gonna yeah. I, that's I'll be interested to see what he does in training camp because, uh, like you said, UJ, the early indications are that he's picking up everything right away, and that they love his motor. They love the yeah. He's just a hard hitter. Yeah, I mean, we heard guy. a lot of positives about Barnes last year in training camp, that but uh, he didn't actually end up starting. Uh, the thing is, I think the biggest the thing is his so cerebral. I think it's it. Everyone's noting his instincts, and I don't think Barnes was that. Barnes always fast you know explosive he was no one was saying this guy is all over the field understanding you know in into in showing great intuition it, uh they were marking usually if i remember correctly just his tenacity his speed his attributes that you know are easy to implement because that's the stuff you just go out and show on the field without necessarily being successful uh, you know in things like pass coverage and the like that require a lot of understanding and yeah i yeah, go on. I think Barnes impressed fans more than he did coaches last year. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's a lot of hype from fans uh, about <laughs> him, but it, he didn't get the playing time. Or, you know, I mean, he did play, but yeah, you know, occasionally he makes flashy game. plays. I mean, he, I yeah. still think he's going to be a very good player uh, once he really figures it out. But uh, it's just, yeah, maybe take him slightly longer than some others. But he's, I think he's going to be a great player. Uh, Chris Board is another interesting name here too, free agent uh, from the Ravens. Yeah. At the very least, I think he's going to make the roster as a special teamer. Uh, played over 300 snaps in special teams uh, for the Ravens the last three years. I say he's one of uh, my but, favorites to win one of these starting spots at linebacker. Yeah, I mean, this is he's finally getting a shot here to get a starting role. When you come uh, up through a system like the Ravens and they're you know regret regretfully watching you leave, I think that's a good sign that you're ready to make a jump in your career. And he was already a contributor for them. So that's a, I, I have really high hopes for him, actually. Definitely. Uh, Anzalone, uh, defensive player of the year. <laughs> in the running, for sure. Well, he'll be a starter. You know, they, they like what he does out there. And <laughs> they like his motor. So. 
He'll be there. I don't know. He does have a great motor, man. He's all over the I'm field. Say, all over the field. That guy. I'm gonna say something crazy. He's, I wouldn't be surprised if he's not starting come game one. <laughs> Honestly. Oh yeah. I could see it, but I hope he's. I hope he proves me wrong. I would. I would. I would. I would guess he, he would be starting. Uh, I'm gonna throw my dark horse out there too. Okay. And it's gonna be Josh Woods. Be my my dark horse. Ooh yeah. Uh, make this roster up. Uh, and only based on one game that I saw him play. And, and, and I'm just testing my memory here. Uh, the last game of the season we played against uh, the Packers. And uh, I believe he had like 132 tackles and, you know, two sacks, seven or eight sacks in that one game. It was incredible. He played a great game. I could be exaggerating the numbers slightly, but he had a great game. <laughs> and, I mean, like he was all over the field making didn't, tackles. Didn't he that. rip the quarterback's just, head clear off on like, that one play? Like, that I just don't know where that came from. You know, all of a sudden he had his – so I'm just I'm just putting him out there as my dark horse for this roster. Yeah. Not that he'll yeah. be a starter, but I think he'll see some playing. This whole competition. All right, mark the tape, guys. Yeah. <laughs> this whole All right, let's move on to another. Let's move on to another position group now. Uh, linebacker okay. again, really fascinating and a area of weakness for a while not for the Lions. So let's hope they can uh, turn it around. But uh, Bob, what's another group that you want to look at here? Let's. Uh... Let's talk about the O line because uh, yeah. that should be our strength yeah. if, if we're all healthy. Yeah. That's that's uh, our centerpiece for yes, this it offense. Is. It's team, really. Yeah, I mean, we, we if we everybody's healthy. I mean, I think on paper we've got like a sick line. So, and, uh, well, I believe uh, in everybody one rating there. we were number three. I think number. Third best line by somebody. I can't remember. That's insulting. It. They're going to go for number one. Yeah. They're going to yeah. keep going. I'm just ready for them they to be prove it finally. Like, I'm just like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm ready for them to play together. That's what the I mean. Lions like, we projected yeah. starting five last year didn't play a single snap together. And of course, that's starting five. Left tackle, left tackle, Taylor Decker, left guard, Jonah Jackson, center, Frank Ragno, right guard, Big V, and then right tackle, uh, Sewell, Panay Sewell. And those five did not play a single snap together last year due to injury. Uh, Ready to see that. It'll be exciting to see Frank Ragnow back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right now, Matt Nelson's still on the roster. Evan Evan Brown, I th- I think, is a really solid backup to have on this yeah, team. Yeah, For definitely. Sure. I think he's definitely proved himself. Matt Nelson, uh, it'll be interesting to see if he can stick around. Uh, Logan Stenberg, another big year for him, UJ. See if he can oh, stick yeah. around on the roster. You're going to see the rise of Logan Stenberg. Okay? <laughs> it's going to happen. Trust me. I mean, I like him as a potential replacement trust for me Big V at some point if he doesn't work out. Well, he could out, be. But... I'm telling you, this guy, they're not going to lose this guy. They're going to keep him. He's going to stay on the roster. For a team yeah. that had three wins last year, uh, the the to have a group this strong is so unique. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, coming into uh, well a year uh, that that they had. I know they had injuries. Their such, injuries but... were part of why that year was so bad. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's not because we had a good line that they were. It was because they were all decimated that we were bad last year. So, I mean, that kind of explains it. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, let's have no mystery injuries like a, a pinky that's sore. Like, oh, you can't play for eight games. Right. The, you yeah, know, right. oh, you mean like Decker? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that was yeah, that was so bizarre. And the yeah. the fact they didn't say anything for a while either, I thought, as we yeah. noted, uh, yeah. also really bizarre. I'm so excited to see uh, Sewell in year two with a NFL mm-hmm. weight program off season, and they're just talking about I his he had a strength kid as well. Stuff. Oh man. Wow, so men can have babies. <laughs> so he's got dad strength now too to add to it. Oh my! 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and he's, he's going to tear people just apart. I yeah. can't wait. Uh, <laughs> Dad jokes are going to be tearing up the locker room. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> either got, either he's going to say dad lines as married. he stands over, guys. He's pancakes. Like, did you enjoy <laughs> the pancakes for breakfast? Or <laughs> Come yeah. on. You are the dad. I want to see him posterize Aaron Donald this year. Yeah. What's the line he's going to say, though? What's the dad line? <laughs> uh, mm. <laughs> Come on, LB. You're the dad. I, 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 we're ready for that. <laughs> think about it. But I, I think uh, Big V's going to be uh, playing. You know, I think they like what he did in the run game last year. Yeah. But uh, he'll be eventually uh, shuffled out after this year, I think. But I think. I don't know. I, yeah. yeah, I agree but, with you, Bob. I but think, I think I he'll be a big part of it this year. year. I yeah. think Sewell got married, not. Had a baby, so not that's uh, true. Let me let me, oh, let me okay. update you on that one. But uh, <laughs> starting the rumors, Sewell's listening to the podcast. As well. <laughs> what the hell? I know. Um, I mean, other guys competing for the spot: Matt Nelson, uh, roster spots: Matt Nelson, Stenberg, Evan Brown, Tommy Kramer, Dan Skipper. Names we've heard uh, for the past couple of years uh, that have managed to hang around. Uh, Obina, easy. Zion Obed, Ryan McCollum, and Kevin Jarvis. But uh, I think this is one of the few groups that we get, like we have a definitive, uh, like yeah, we know yeah. who the starters are. Oh, Not yeah. a lot of competition. Yeah, the fight is for the backup positions. That's it. So, but I don't even think sure. you know that's that's true to in a, in a sense. But hey, if it's a real camp, these coaches are true. They're the no one's job is safe. I mean. Seriously, I mean, I'm not saying Sewell is in jeopardy of losing his job, but these guys need to all show up, and you, you don't ever rest on your laurels in the NFL. You think Big V thinks his job is safe? I guarantee you he does not because it's not. <laughs> no one's Big job v, is safe. Yeah, Big V definitely improved a lot but, last year uh, compared to where he was two years ago, I'd say. So if he can remain healthy and yeah. improve, I think having Sewell right there who's like uh, who he, who he – he was training with him before uh, Sewell got drafted by the Lions, and that camaraderie they have, uh, I think, is really key. Sure, uh, I'm just saying, if someone like Stenberg shows up to camp and has made strides in his technique and just starts destroying people, you're not going to keep him off the field if he looks better than than Big V. You know, and the thing, that's the that's the nature of the game. Oh, of course, yeah. If someone looks better, you know, you play your best five linemen, so no one's safe, but. That is the safest, Wait, I guess. Doesn't that just apply to every position in football, what you're saying yeah. there? It should. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I'm just saying for, yeah. you know, because it needs to be set. So maybe no like quarterback. Well, I mean, Penny Sewell is not competing for a spot despite. Uh, yeah, Dan Skipper is not going to overtake. Uh, <laughs> he yeah. he will if Penny Sewell mm, just suddenly no. starts missing blocks all the time, but that's not going to happen. All right. Happen, so. All right. Anyway. Uh, an extension of, of the offensive line is the tight end group. Um. Mm. Tough one. And we have uh, TJ Hawkinson, obviously, in a contract year, no less. Uh, Brock Wright, mm. James Mitchell, and Devin Funches. Uh, Devin Funches, a really interesting uh, figure to note uh, competing for the tight end spot here. Probably not going to be a big blocker, uh, considering he's played wide receiver his whole career. But definitely uh, as a receiving tight end possibility, uh, someone to watch out for. But Brock Wright. Uh, James Mitchell are um, probably competing for that tight end number two spot. Yeah, I kind of liked Brock Wright last year. I mean, he wasn't great, but he he did contribute a bit, and I think he's got potential. And uh, I I like uh, I think Cox gonna have a good year this year with the if everyone's healthy, they're gonna be able to spread the ball around a little more. 
they'd rely on him in uh uh what's his face running back uh Swift. DeAndre Swift. Yeah, DeAndre Swift. It was like DeAndre Swift and Hawk were the offense for a little while there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they'll be able to spread the ball around more this year. Yeah, absolutely. Don't underestimate uh, when you're in a contract. Uh, these players are in a contract here. They definitely, uh, at least historically, seem to step it up another level because uh, they know they, I mean, the next five years are on the line. And, and that's probably like the last big contract those guys usually get. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that's yeah. one thing the Lions, you got to give them credit for what they've done with this team. They've created a lot, a lot of competition in camp. So, uh, you know, we've, in one way, we've raised the talent level uh, significantly, I think, and created great competition battles in camp. So it's going to be really fun. There's no one's job is safe, like, like Red Dog was saying. It's going to be, be a lot of fun to watch this, these battles. On hard knocks. Yeah. Did you see the lines read? Uh, they reached out like wanting to get on hard knocks. Yeah. So the, really, uh, I like that. Yeah. Well, there's they made like an aggressive attempt. To, they, they didn't just like let it come to. That I think thing. that's smart. They, honestly, some people think that it was inevitable, inevitable anyway. So they decided to just get out in front of it and uh, you know what? Ask for it. Here's <clears throat> but here's the thing. I think you can make I, a serious argument that marketing is underrated and the importance of an organization and their team, like a like in sports i think a good marketing program can do a lot to contribute to the success of your program and like i i think it's undeniable that gen what it generates for your team when you give them that exclusive inside look on a national broadcast network like hbo and let everyone look inside look it, i mean it, it boosted the browns like uh, profile significantly after they were on it and this team is building energy, a lots of lots of lots of positive energy right now. Dan Campbell's been doing it from day one. Brad Holmes, they all are doing working together. Sheila Ford to build positive energy, and that includes marketing and good image around the country. And the more people think positively about the Lions, the better. You build positive energy, and that's how you build momentum into a season and all the way through to a Super Bowl. And marketing's huge for that. So I love the fact that they went out and got the thing that's going to put a huge spotlight on their team because they want to see, they want everyone to see just where what they're doing and what they got going on because they're on a mission and they yeah. don't give a shit. A better spotlight would be to win a playoff game, I think. <laughs> yeah. It would be a, a bigger <laughs> spotlight than HBO. Yeah, I would agree HBO. with that. But that doesn't discount the spotlight. <laughs> this does. But and uh, as far as marketing, I mean, I don't know about the national marketing, how that makes a difference on the team, but uh, but – as far as filling the seats, because Ford Field was down last year in attendance. Yeah. But I think having uh, second worst in the league. Our, uh, Aiden Hutchinson's going to sell some tickets. Oh, yeah. And I oh, think that's yeah. going to be big yep. right there. And Winning and we have sells hope. tickets. Winning kills yeah. all. But I mean, do you guys things. follow the Detroit Lions YouTube channel or like their website? They put out a lot of good stuff right now where they're like giving insights they to do. the players and the team. They're putting up like uh, these yeah. funny question boards in the hallways. And I think that stuff's brilliant. You bring these people because did if you listen to our Lady Lions the other day talking, they were talking about the people on these teams. They want to get to know these people, and you know you give that insight, and that's just brilliant marketing. You bring more people, women, and everybody in to watch these Lions because they want everyone, all eyes on them as they make their run and do put this thing together because they know they're building it right. Well, talking about people you love, Rudd Dog, let's talk about one in particular mm -hmm. that 
I don't think will, or uh, or at least I think has a very good chance of not making the roster. That's Quintez Cephas. So let's fo- <laughs> let's go to the wide receiver group here a little bit. All right. Um, I think Locks, Amon Ra, Sun God, uh, St. Brown, uh, DJ Shark. I would say Josh Reynolds as well. Um, yeah. And I I mean, I think Leaf Raymond is pretty much a lock uh, based on the contract that they gave him. So that's four yeah. wide receivers right there. Now, do they carry five or six? I don't know. But Trinity and, Benson, Quintez Cephas. I, I I know I didn't mention Jamison Williams, but I don't think he's going to – I think he's going to be a pup. On injury list still yeah. when the season starts. That's that's the that was the one hope for uh, Cephas making that. Uh, It'll so, be that extra spot, <laughs> and and uh, probably it'll be funny if he loses out to Pimpleton. He ain't gonna lose out. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Here's my hot take right now. He's not only gonna make this roster, he's gonna be one of the starting receivers come day one. He might be across the field from wow. DJ Chark. So over who? That's... Over everybody that's oh, until, behind him. Obviously. Until Williams gets healthy. Over that Reynolds. includes Reynolds. But I don't. I think he'll rotate with Reynolds. Reynolds will be in there plenty. I think all those guys are going to see plenty of action. But you, all season, Cephas does when he gets on the field is get results. And these, these guys know it. They've asked it from him. And every day he shows up to practice and he shows it to them. They're not just going to cast this guy away when he shows nothing but success. So, I mean, as long as he stays healthy, he makes this team. And I believe he'll be starting day one yeah and, and i think he gives us a different kind of look than the other receivers too in, in regards to toughness and things like that you know people compare him to anquan bolden in his style or something but there's something to be said for that uh, having a guy with that kind of toughness he might be a great matchup for maybe certain maybe not every team but for certain teams he could be a great matchup and and yeah i think he's gonna be a, a valuable part of this roster i do too yeah. so, so i'm, I'm a road dog on this one i mean he's got a good chance i mean he's got Good hands, and he's good at those 50-50 balls. You know, he, he's a different dimension than some of the other speedsters. He also gets you know, separation got. despite his speed. I mean, he, he's been a vertical threat in times when guys like Marvin Jones and Galladay couldn't get, you know, a foot away from anybody, and he's getting open. Galladay was really good with the Lions. I mean, he I was. Know. He also just had no separation skills at all <laughs> half the time. Anyway, my point is the dude can do it all He, despite his supposed lack of speed. He's not a one-dimensional receiver. He shows up at every level of the field. So, hey, I mean, if you want to bet against them, you know, like wasting money, by all means. Well, I guess we're split on that one, huh, Z? Kind of split on Cephas. Well, I, I mean, I think if Williams isn't on the roster to start the year, then Cephas uh, will be on the roster. Be, will he be in the starting three receivers on the field? No, I don't I don't think so. Um, you, you still have Tom Kennedy, who is a, maybe an outside chance. I, I don't know much about Pimpleton. Uh, that that will be a very interesting one to see in camp. Uh, but I mean, like Red Dog is saying, they offer different skill sets. So I, I would think Pimpleton would fill more of the Khalif Raymond type role in this. Uh, I've also heard of offense. Cephas mention his quality special team or so. I mean, just to, for the argument's sake. He that. said that. I've heard him from coaches. I can't remember exactly. I gotta look it up again, okay. but I've heard it mentioned. So. I'm just saying. I'm saying he already knows he's on the bubble, so he's he's playing for the special teams. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's not. Yeah. Is that how he's making the Hall of Fame through special teams? Oh no, do he's they, gonna do they do I told you he's best bubble player ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh so that's a wide receiver group. Uh it'll be fascinating to see what happens there. I'm sure we'll, we'll have a lot more to talk about, um, especially as training camp 
gets underway. Um, but Trinity Benson, I, I, we didn't really mention him, but I, I think him and Cephas, if it comes down to it, that's the the real so battle. There. What's the hard number two, you guys are makes, cutting yeah. for the roster? Probably right about that. Sticks? Receivers make the roster. Is that your number? I don't think it's more than six. I think, we get, I think it'll be six. Seven. Six. Yeah, I think six too. I, I do too. I think we keep seven I too. But I think we got a lot of talent there right now, and some of those guys are multiple multi-dimensional. So yeah, we're, well, we're gonna be. <laughs> they did say uh i think it was campbell or holmes i can't remember who said it that there's probably going to be a really good receiver that's going to end up getting cut yeah yeah that, that'll end up on some other team so there there goes c seven seems a little excessive <laughs> at least Trini... yeah i don't think it'll be seven it'll be, it'll be six um yeah so let, let's flip it over the back to the defense yeah. Um, I want to focus on the defensive line, my favorite position group. Aquara, um, it'll be fascinating. To, I, as far as training camp, just what I want to see. I want to see if Aquara is healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, Romeo torn yeah. Achilles. Yes, Romeo Aquara. Sorry. <laughs> uh, he's. I don't think. I think we'll be lucky to see him play this year. Personally, hmm. with hmm. that Achilles injury. Possible. Yeah, it'll be really fascinating. I hate to say to that, but uh, you know, I'd love to see him play, but. Uh, I don't, I just don't know. Yeah, he's not taking reps as as of the beginning of uh, training camp. No, not good. We've talked a lot on this podcast this summer about uh, how how we are expecting big things out of Aleem McNeil. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I yeah. think he's a roster lock. You have Brockers sitting around. I I guess not a lock. Uh, yeah. Well, no, I, I think he's a lock. Why is he but... a lock? You're very loose with the I term lock. I feel a lock. Like you just lock people into this roster. I don't think that he I is a lock. Or even close to locked into this roster. Give me, give me a He's moment. He's got great leadership qualities, uh, but he didn't live up. You've to added his so much there. talent. I don't just, I just don't see how you cast away any, you know, young potential guys for a guy like. I'll him. tell you why, because he's going to cost eight million dollars against the cap. Yeah, if you get rid of him, you, if, Dan Campbell can't think. You're like keeping that. him. You are keeping him no, with not. eight million dollars against <laughs> the cap. You're not going to cut him and let him go somewhere else. So when you're not going to get any cap freedom, yeah. you will if you have a better player on your roster. I don't know if there's a better player on the roster to to warrant not keeping him around for what you're paying him. I mean, we'll see how Cam shakes out. But Dan Campbell can't think that way. Dan Campbell has to think build the best team he can possibly assemble. And that I don't think he's a bad player, Red Dog. He's just he's a better been around. He's got good leadership qualities. He, he's a good I'm leader. I'm not hating I mean. on him. I just don't think he's safe. I don't think he's yeah. locked. The salary is an issue, though. <laughs> I mean, sure. Bob, do you think he's a lock? Do you agree with me? I agree with you. <laughs> I, I think he's a lock with the money involved. I mean, that's yeah. He was the not, reality. He wasn't business. very good last year, but maybe in this new four three defense, uh, he'll step up better. It's it's more akin to what they were running. Uh, but if he's in, looking uh, sluggish LA, and slowing down yeah. in camp, like they're just going to hold on to him for what for morale to be a backup? No, I, I mean he'd like... be exceptionally horrible to get cut. But I, I think he's a lock. Really? You think? Yeah, he's got that exactly. Much I don't. When you're, he's the fourth highest paid player in the team, so in terms of annual salary, I mean, but that's uh, it's, it's a meritocracy still. I mean, you can't just keep people around because I mean, if he's not earning, yeah, his it's pension. a meritocracy. Fifth Sorry, fifth to a, to a I'm point. just saying, if these dudes, <laughs> yeah. if these young dudes are all blowing <laughs> off the ball and look making him look old, uh, he's he's not sticking on this team. That's just not going to happen. You don't keep. He'll him. be oh, a well, rotational make- guy at the worst. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting see him getting blown away. I don't think. Oh, no, hired some pretty college athletes. Uh, these guys get paid, and they're going to stay on the roster based on their salary. Regard, 
like it would take like him. I I don't know. I he would have to have literally like lost a step and a half, like two steps this off season. To, what about to the guys that. we got who who get who are coming out probably five steps faster than him already? Guys like Josh Pascal, guys like uh, not even going to probably start the guys like, All right. uh Yeah. All right, you're betting on Cephas. You should you should bet on uh, that he's going to be cut too. If you're that no, confident, no, I'm not betting. I'm just saying yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, if well, he's you know. All right, all right, all right. Josh <laughs> Pascal doesn't look like he's going to be uh, participating much in training camp. Uh, yeah, he's no. got to get healthy. I'm just saying we've hired a lot of weird. freaky athletes lately. So weird pick still. Weird pick. I, the Josh Pascal one still kind of. We'll see what happens there. Do you guys still trust yeah. and, and believe? Oh, I love the pick. Well. I can't wait to see that guy suit up. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I hope it turns out well. <laughs> I just thought it was we like a, a weird pick at the time. And guy's a monster. Well, now he's now he looks it. like he's... some people believe he never draft hurt players. Uh, yeah, didn't Brad Holmes say that? Very early. <laughs> Brad Holmes used to say that, but he also said that he's open minded. Right. So obviously, he is. Yes. Yeah. He, a guy I mean, I'm guys... really excited to see, besides, of course, Hutchinson. Um, I want to see big, big things from Levi Muzarike mm-hmm. uh, yes. in this training yes. camp. And see, you know, we we, are, we heard the claims about how he, he was unhealthy throughout most of the last year with the back issues, and he kind of had to force it to get playing time, even though he's playing through pain. Well, here he is. He had the whole, you know, he's had several months to get ready. Uh so no no excuses now in my opinion, and he's got to start showing a little something based on where he was uh, drafted. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. put the pressure on you, Levi. But we, we just need to see a little more on you, buddy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's got to be healthy. Yeah, but, Charles. Uh, yep. Go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. Um, I was gonna say, can no, Charles was... Harris uh, replicate what he did last year for the first time in his career? Uh, can he repeat? Uh, that would be nice. That was a great value yeah. when they got him rushing across he, he from. Hutch is only going to make that easier. Yeah, can we talk about Hutchinson? Are you guys ex- as excited as I am about seeing that? Oh, yeah. Field? I was just trying to capture everybody that we haven't talked no, about. No, I know, but we've talked just, about Hutch all summer. So. I'm just jumping out of my chair about the guy. I want to. I can't wait to see him on the field like in a live game. Do you have his jersey yet? I mean, not yet. Not yet. But <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you, Bob. It's going to be fun. Have you guys seen all the agility videos he's been posting and yeah. stuff? The training? Like, he's like, he just looks so freakish moving. Like, he should not be able to move like that at 6'6", 270 he's, pounds or whatever. He's winning everybody over. You know, all the coaches are like, we knew he was great, but <laughs> damn, he's even better than we thought. You know, like, all his stuff, you know, yeah. all the hype. He's primed for a Brockers is hyping team. him up. So he needs a man on a mission, and uh, I'm just excited. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, nice to, be, it's nice to be excited about a defensive player in the Lions. Right? I know. How about it? <laughs> yeah, oh, I know. Goodness. When's the last time we had an elite defender on our line? Ooh. Sue? Yes, since Sue. Sue, Sue, sorry. I mean, Ansa maybe glimpsed it a couple times, but I don't know if you call him I wouldn't call him elite. Sue is elite. All pro. Yeah. Only all pro we've had. Didn't Ansa make the Pro Bowl? Pro Bowl, but not all pro. Yeah, well, Ansa had the skills, but he just couldn't stay healthy. Right. He was an excellent player. Did he get one? Did he got a double-digit sack season, though, didn't he? Wasn't in our... I believe he did. He did, didn't he? I thought he did. Yeah, he had won like. Monster I think it might have been 2014 when we made the playoff run, but I just—I I mean, I'm just saying he was—he was right around that. But yeah, I don't know if he'd be quite elite, but Sue for sure. 2015, 14 and a half sacks. Four. See, that's pretty elite. <laughs> I don't actually. And then 2017, 12 sacks. He grazed it. You know, he grazed eliteness. I'd say. 
But uh, yeah. I'd say uh, Slay was pretty elite for st- stretches with us. May if not, you know, most of it. When he was shutting yeah. down Des Bryant I- against the Cowboys and stuff, like the dude could be legit. But not to yeah. Matt Patricia oh, standards, oh. though. You know, so because he couldn't be that good. <laughs> yeah, elite's a tough word. To say. Like, where do you draw the line? Of elite is it like top five or top three? Yeah. That's what I'm curious. What uh, top ten's probably pretty elite. I mean, when you're talking about the best I'm, players in the world at the, what they do, I'm seeing Hutch. You want to be elite where he's showing up in the Monday Night Football highlights. Yeah, I mean, not where I'm not on yeah. Monday Night Football, but you know, like in the national highlights, like the, a featured guy, yeah. you know, like that everyone talks about. Like, oh yeah, compare him to the other guys. I think we're gonna see a position, lot of that. The 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 Bosa's, the the Watts. Yeah, you know those that you know what it looks like to be elite, and those guys sure. are that. So he, I imagine he should be looking something along the, like that along those lines. Yeah, if you want to get a little excited, go back in uh, Hutch's college films and uh, see some awesome shit that yeah, we're, right. we're going to now have on our team. Especially against Ohio State. It's going to be mm. great. Oh, my God. We haven't had a guy like that. Um, Other guys battling it out. Uh, Austin Bryant, a familiar face mm. uh, we've seen around here. He's hovered around uh, the end of the roster. Um, we've heard good There's things a- about him this summer. Uh, Deshaun Cornell, he's still hanging around there. I've heard good things about uh, him, We heard too. good things about him, too. Yeah, he's little healthier now uh demetrius taylor bruce hector those are defensive tackles yeah. uh john kaminsky as well um, oh yeah he's highly there. coveted uh waiver wire pickup uh by the lions 18 that's where the Sox played right Kam- kaminsky park <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe not <laughs> yeah that's uh, an interesting group josh kaminsky a lot of interesting oh, guys that haven't a lot to prove <clears throat> For sure. I just want to just want to make one comment. I think Aline McNeil is going to be a superstar yeah. in this team. I really think so, especially with this new type of defense attacking defense that we're going to be running. I think he is just going to be a holy terror, man. The guy is yeah. going to be unbelievable, and he's going to free things up for Hutch. He's going to. I mean, it, it, this line could be it could be special. Obviously, it's all on paper right now, and we have to see him live up to it. But uh, yeah, I, I'm very I, excited. About I it. think you're right about it, McNeil. I think that's. There's a guy on the rise for sure. Man. Yeah. He's going to be really good. I wouldn't good. be surprised if he yeah. surprises the league this year by just coming out that much better. It makes a huge jump because, I mean, you know his physical capabilities. You know, he was already solid last year, but like with some refinement. Do you think he'll surprise? I think there's a lot of people are are picking him to have a but big But the thing year is, he's year. got so much upside. And with his training regimen and now, you know, a little bit of body composition, I'm sure that he's done to, you know, make his body a little more efficient. I I mean, he, he's got physical attributes that put him about the same realm as Aaron Donald. So I'm just saying that's the, the ceiling, maybe slightly above what he's capable of, but not by far when you consider his, his, his physical attributes. So, yeah, I mean, I think he could shock some people by putting things together and just blowing things up. Yeah. If he's Aaron Donald lover, that would shock people. In the realm. That's, that's yeah, all I'm saying. That but I think he'll be excellent for sure. Absolutely. Let's move on to uh, the last defensive group we haven't really talked about yet. That's the uh, defensive backs. Uh, Jeff Okuda, I think mm-hmm. that that before we even talk about like battles uh, on like the roster bubble, uh, Jeff Okuda, can he come back to some sort of? He's had a tough career so far, obviously at the injuries. Also, an Achilles injury, he's recovering from here. Um, 
you know, it'll be it'll be fascinating to see can he come back and be an elite cornerback. Is elite even what we want out of him, or just? Well, yeah, <laughs> that's what we want out of him I, for sure. I don't our like need what, out of him. The, yeah, like it, it's so tough. Like what what's the best we can expect out of Akuda from this Achilles injury, uh, uh, especially I, that position i think is even tougher to come back from or maybe maybe it's easier i don't know i'm trying to think like which is the most important position you need your achilles at i, I mean every every position is important to have it <laughs> but yeah you know as a skeptic probably the biggest skeptic on this pod from the you know draft pick on i think uh i think he's gonna come back i've been getting good vibes watching his videos and stuff and yeah i am totally i have no idea all right he could I, suck he could be great well, yeah, i mean i, I literally don't even have a feeling about I don't know. Well, how I have a good be. feeling. Have you seen yeah. the videos yeah. he's been posting and Dang stuff? He's moving. I mean, yeah, he jumped up and down with a weight. He's running downfield. He, uh, yeah. ran across a field, uh, you know, three quarter speed. And I don't know, nothing that blew me away. Like I'm changing directions, frontwards, backwards, all that stuff. But uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm just saying I hope he succeeds. I really do. The guy has worked his ass off getting back and uh, more power to him. I hope he does. I hope he. Lives up to his best. I just have so no feeling on it. That's all I'm saying. Because we've seen nothing in the time he's been here. So. Yeah, Achilles is not quite like an ACL where everybody seems seemingly comes back from it pretty easily. Uh, Achilles is still very hit or miss. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, if, if he doesn't, you know, if the Achilles holds up, I, I'm personally buying in. And I, especially if we have a better pass rush this year and, um, Take yeah. a little pressure off those guys. Oh, yeah. That's always I a think. huge difference. And if sure. he can stay healthy and get a chance to develop, I think he's going to be a solid guy. Like I said, I got He good definitely advice. has the work ethic you want. You need out of a guy uh, recovering yes. from these yes. type of injuries. Uh, yeah. yeah. So exactly. at the very least, that gives me confidence that he can come back. Uh, but, there, you know, two pretty tough injuries in his career up to this point. Uh, but, man, we just we're just hoping for the best for him. You know, we know he's a good guy. He's a hard worker. He, we want it for him. So, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, sure. it's tough, but Tracy Walker, can he find an, another, can he step up another level this year? Can he actually force some turn, like step in the lane, force, uh, some interceptions, uh, because he's, he's a good solid tackler. Uh, I won't say he's like a ball hawk out there by any means. Yeah. He hasn't uh, ascended like however. we've hoped so yet. Uh, Deshaun Elliott, will he be his partner in crime at strong safety? Um, will Will ha- where will Will Harris fit in in the defense this year? Is it going to be more of the slot, the nickel cornerback type? Like they're that's trying to that's what I think last year. That's where I think he's going to end up more. You know, especially because we've added some safety help, and uh, they do like him. But uh, I, I could see him doing more of the um. On the playing on the outside, more. yeah, I think he fits better there, where he can, where he doesn't have to worry about angles and stuff, and can just man up and try to cover, shut guys down. He's an athletic guy, and that's I think why he did so well in the slot last year. Yeah, geometry was not. Yeah, his angles as a tackler and stuff <laughs> was just, were just terrible. So, but as hey, I mean, I, I think he's gonna have a battle at that position anyway. You got guys like uh, Jacobs and Parker coming back as well, and yep. so. Uh, I like his best chances there, but whether or not he makes this roster might, Hey, if he can show some versatility that he's improved at safety, that would only help his cause though. Absolutely. Uh, 
Ify Milifonwu, I think we're all really excited about just his, his athletic scores, obviously, off the him. charts. Uh, we know about his athleticism. Showed some flashes last year. Uh, also had injury issues, though, um, with his hamstring. So can he stay healthy? Can he take another step up this year? I think. He, and where yeah. will he play? <laughs> he yeah. play a little quarterback, play a little at safety. Yeah. I think cornerback um, is somebody that want him. If every, I think if everything works out, he could be like playing safety next to Walker, uh, too. Oh, yes, good. Yeah. A lot of sism. They could. Yeah. But I, I think, well, you yeah. know, these, these guys are so versatile and they, they really love the versatility of these players. And, and right. a lot of them can interchange. And, uh, you know, where they're best at, I don't know. Some guys might be a little better at one or the other, but they all can move around, which is really nice. I, think- I mean, Anyway. I think cornerback's a more premium position, and if he could turn into a good shutdown outside guy, I think that's where they'd ideally like to keep him. Uh, I mean, sure, his range would be great in the middle, too, though, but on the outside, if you had him across from a warrior, I, I love that combo, and a warrior is a great example for him to learn from as another tall, lengthy cornerback who you know has to learn all the technique that comes with having to overcome that. And... uh that brings up a warrior <laughs> who I'm very excited mm-hmm. to see this year. Yeah. Yeah. A lot more ball hawkish last year. Still a little inconsistent, though. Can give up a lot of big plays. Um, but like UJ was saying, can an improved defensive line help this whole defensive secondary? I think, yes. I, I have, That's always my philosophy, though. Oh, that's yeah. why I like the 4-3 better. I think it uh, it helps the D-line more. Uh, it allows you to be more aggressive. I think the Lions agree with that too. Um, so, uh, hey Z on the safeties, what do you think about your boy uh, Joseph Kirby Joseph? Oh, yeah. you think out of U of he's I? got a shot. Yeah, I mean, what do you think? So, no, out of U of L. I mean, you, I know you liked him coming out of college, right? But or at least at school, you liked him. I don't know if you liked the draft pick, but yeah, I mean, I I think he's going to take some time adjusting to the NFL. I, I won't, I don't think we'll see him out there too much besides on special teams uh, to start mm. the year, if not throughout most of the year, unless he's forced to step up due to injury. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I just think he's going to have a little more of an adjustment period. So who do you see as why a I think he fell to line backup cor- safety then I imagined him behind, uh, behind Elliot, honestly, Iffy, uh, Brady breeze, CJ Moore is still on the roster. CJ Moore is a veteran. Yeah, I um, think he could definitely find a role in that rotation. You don't. You I think, think he'll he's get that far some behind, snaps, or, but I don't. What's making you with this super conservative thing? Because I feel like they like to push these secondary guys in pretty early. Um. Well, I I just think uh, if you watch his college tape, uh, he, he has a propensity to be a little over aggressive, and I I think that's going to take some time to work that out of him a little bit and, and not give up the big play. And I don't think the Lions are going to want that out there right away. Uh, I think they're going to want him to get a lot of reps. Hmm. Uh, before yeah. I just throw him out there, I, I don't know. Aggressiveness. That's why sounds I think great. it might be like an injury specific, like spots, like fill in. I think player, so because I, I think, I right think now, if you have Elliot, Elliot and Melifonwu out there, they won't need him that much. You know, like uh, I think those guys are gonna be out on the field I miss a lot. Something is if he being like cross trained to be expected in this role of safety. Now, I thought he was primarily. They, they've a mentioned still. it. Yeah, they've talked about it. They've talked about like, it. I thought. Yeah, he was, I mean, they listed him. They listed him on their uh, depth chart behind, like 
behind Deshaun Elliott as the starting safety and uh, third in the cornerback slot. So oh, wow. He, according to their Lions' own release yeah. depth chart, he's closer to being a safety than a cornerback currently. Wow, okay. But I, I think they expect him to move around like wherever he's needed. Just right. That doesn't mean all that much right now. But, I mean, sure, it's interesting. I didn't see that yet. Wow. I mean, the guy's size is just so good. I, you know, it's an obvious fit there. So I'm not surprised, but that's cool. For sure. Man, there's a lot of training camp battles. Uh, and we are excited to hear and see what can be uh, or what, what's going to come out are, of this training camp. And then we're also are, excited. Are, are we going to talk about uh, running backs or quarterbacks? Or do you want to just skip that? We we, <laughs> we we go over the running. I don't think quarterback we need to go over too much right now. Um, hey, uh, but running back, running back we could touch on before here. Before really we quick. leave state, uh, defensive backs, can we talk a little bit about where you see Jerry Jacobs and A.J. Parker in the battles for starting? I could see Jerry Jacobs being starting opposite of a warrior start this season if he gets healthy. He's, he's injured. He's not healthy yet, though. That's the only Jacobs. Thing. Yeah, Jacobs. I don't know how bad we'll his prognosis. I thought is he is he out that indefinitely still? Well, it probably won't make the beginning of the oh, season. I didn't realize he was that bad still. Well, that's a shame. Yeah. Is Park- yeah, Parker's see... coming, though, isn't he? I heard he's coming Yeah, he, he's healthy. Uh, will he uh, take over for a warrior? Or, I mean, Don't we have a veteran he'll... we're forgetting about? I feel like, didn't we sign a corner, like a former first round I mentioned round Mike, pick? Hughes. Mike Hughes. I mentioned Mike okay. Hughes. Yeah. Uh, veteran cornerback he's probably uh, got the best chance to starting across from warrior day one yeah if akuda isn't up to the speed for sure if not well if, if, anything, if he doesn't he'll win. still start because akuda they'll probably bring back slowly uh, right um unless if he wins the spot pretty dope but, but yeah we can move on to running back really quickly here uh before we wrap up the pod uh swift obviously starting running back then battling about for the rest of it, Jamal Williams, Craig Reynolds, and Jamar Jefferson. I think Williams as well, pretty much a roster lock. Yeah. Yeah. And you have I think Craig so. Reynolds and Jamar Jeff- Jefferson um, battling out for that uh, last running back spot. Iguabike. <laughs> I mean, yeah. after last year, I wouldn't be surprised if someone else pops up out of the blue and competes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean,. I like the way they challenge Swift, though. Uh, and if this line holds together, it could be a big year for him. You know? Yeah. Got to stay healthy. Got to gotta yep. play through uh, injury. Yeah, you know the difference between injury and being hurt. Right? Yes. Is that this? Yeah. That was, but, du- that was Deuce putting that on him, too. Yep. Yeah. 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 And Craig it. Reynolds said he's trying to be Hulu this year, not Netflix. As it, oh, yeah. As, <laughs> in that context, he's saying Hulu was an upgrade from Netflix, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So I think we got some good hungry guys there. You nice know? I think it's gonna be yeah. a good room there for the running backs. Yeah. Some just high upside and some real good solid. Right. And I think the lines are gonna it's gonna be a lot like last year where they're gonna they want to really establish that run game to set up the, the pass. And of course that old line is just gonna be you do it all really. Right. Can they yeah. stay healthy? Stay healthy. Frank Ragnow is not going to stub his toe. <laughs> Taylor Decker is going to just keep all his fingers uh, intact. Well, I guess he didn't lose one, but <laughs> he did something last year to miss half the season pretty right. much. A spiral the spiral fracture. Uh, yeah. 
but let's just hope those guys can stay healthy. We really at least just give us one game. I want to see one game with them all. Right. <laughs> yeah, at least right. give us that. Come on, football gods. Uh, <laughs> all right. And then obviously Jared Goff, Tim Boyle, David Blau. I don't think we need to mention them too much. Special teams: Riley Patterson's battling Austin Siebert for the kicker position. Um, and then Jack Fox still our punter. I don't think it, I don't even know if we have a camp leg for him. I, I think there is. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyways, long yeah, snapper Scott Daly looks like he'll remain. Who do you think our backup quarterback actually is? Come season. Tim Boyle. I think it's Boyle. Didn't last they yeah, say like that Blau passed him on the depth chart or something? I thought I heard something like that. Who knows? They're bailing out. I think they'll both be on the roster, though. Do you think they believe in these guys or just felt like that was one position they could just kind of not do something about this year? I think they believe in Goff, which is why they didn't right. add. Well, yeah, but if Goff know, yeah. goes down... What do you got? Well, yeah. I mean, I think they believe in them enough. I think when they got Boyle. I think Boyle's got a great arm, but uh, and I know he has the learning curve. I know I'm I'm the, the highest on him in this room. But, but, but I uh, mean, he did enough for them to win some games last year, like to at least put them in a position to win. I, I was going to say, say wait, rather. what? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, hearing him talk, I think he took up the challenge. So we'll see what he does with it. Yeah. I mean, I think that could be a new thing with this like for team. They give guys a little more of a chance to develop stuff. They seem to want to really believe in developing and not necessarily take and discard and take and discard until you get the right guy or something. Like they want to bring the best out of these guys. And hey, Boyle's upside does look legit if he somehow put it all together. For sure. All right. Uh before we uh wrap up, I know uh Rud Dog, you want to mention just something about all these teams uh, are bringing out their uniforms. A lot of interesting ones. Like the Bengals came out with like this white helmet with black stripes, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Uh, the Cowboys, the Cardinals had a black helmet, which I didn't really like. The Bears have this weird one that looks like Syracuse. Uh, I kind of like the Bears with the orange helmet. They look so. like Syracuse. I don't know. I thought well, they were an alternate the helmet. tweeted at them for stealing their helmet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a little brighter orange than the Browns, right? I, I don't know. I'm colorblind. So what do you think, guys? Do you think the Lions should be jumping in on this trend of these new updated well, uniforms? Well, they can do it next year. Yeah, next year I think yeah. they will. But I don't think they, I hope they don't do the black. No. Oh, yeah. Stay away from the black, please. I'm worried, I'm worried about that, too. That's just the Mad Millen thing. Forget it, man. But, you know, Connor yeah. uh, posted something on our, our little text thread, uh, kind of a 90s throwback thing, and, mm-hmm. and that looked pretty good, yeah, I thought. Yeah, that did look- uh, I think it looks sharp. The what if they go cool. all Honolulu blue, like the helmets too? That's what I thought our color rush always should have been. Like I never yeah. understood the way we went before. All Honolulu blue. You're talking about for the alternate helmet, right? Not for their daily alternate helmet. helmet. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, the alternate. Yeah. Yep. yeah, that would be kind of cool. It might be cool. Yeah, I, I hope when they if they're changing the uniforms next year, I hope they change the font on the the numbers. I, I don't like that. Yeah. Just go with the more block. Uh, traditional block yes. lettering. You think look they're tougher. too big? <laughs> they look tougher. No, I don't like the weird font. It looks like some clip art uh, yeah, style Yeah, I'm not a huge font. fan of it. You know, yeah. like, just go with block uh, numbering. You know? One uh, one version of a helmet I heard was all white with like silver and blue accent. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys yeah. think of that? A white I helmet get, would be. I could see really an all silver helmet with the lion logos on the side and no stripe. Or... 
but you got to keep a wide stripe in the middle. That skinny stripe they did for a few years there looked look shitty. I think the white it, helmet, it, like it with those horrible. road unis that they currently have, would be kind of interesting. I like their white road unis. So. Like a white, like the Cardinals yeah, white too. with just oh, the yeah, lion though. on it. <laughs> It'd be cool for the alternate helmet to do the old lion logo on there. You know, the one they got rid of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Be kind of neat. Bubbles. But they should, you bubbles? know, the NFL should. Bubbles? Yeah. Yeah. A couple bubbles. games a year, you know, do something crazy, you know, like the colleges do. I think the colleges do it right. I think the NFL is, just doesn't want to copy them because, it, you know, college thought of it first or something. Have you guys but, ever you seen know. Gladiator? Yeah. Remember the yeah. big the big gladiator? He fights with the golden helmet. It's like a lion head. But then what if the whole helmet is like a big lion, the escaping mob, and it's like a wow on that note <laughs> yeah yeah right wow okay <laughs> that was our note hey that, yep, that there the, we go that was we a cool idea we, we were waiting for it it came <laughs> it finally came it's it i think it's all right so to, we'll wrap it up here um so <laughs> july has ended august has begun that means we are a month away from the start of the nfl season uh, probably less than 30 days from the first college football game, so that's always exciting, too. Although, well, uh, we don't need to get into college real live in discussion right now, but uh, interesting <laughs> things happening there. Anyways, uh, man, just football season's right around the corner. You got to love it. Mm-hmm. Best time of the year. Um, but thank you to our producer, Kid J. Kid for for hosting the podcast. Uh, really appreciate that. If you want to download the podcast, please subscribe to Spotify, Apple. Looks up, drinking blue Kool-Aid. Uh, subscribe, download it, leave a review. Always greatly appreciate that as well. Instagram, drinking to drinking to blue Kool-Aid. Twitter at drinking lions. Follow us on there. Let us know your thoughts on the training camp battles. Who you want to see make it? Will Cephas make it? Let us know. Uh, <laughs> oh, we will. But man, a lot of exciting stuff. Uh, I think August eighth is when Hard Knocks premieres as well. So keep oh yeah, that on your calendar. It'll, Cannot wait for that. It's every Sunday night. I think every Sunday night. And I'm going to make a prediction, even though I made this weeks ago, because some other writers have kind of jumped on this. I'm predicting that Hard Knocks is Monday the best night. ratings they've ever had <laughs> this year. Ooh, I I'm like that. It. Sure, why not? <laughs> why not? Well, it's a good ratings. It'll, okay. it'll set the pace for the Super Bowl run. So, right. All right, so thank you, everybody, for listening. We greatly appreciate it. And last but not least, as always, go, go, go. go. Lions. Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a Lions victory.